Welcome to the Let's Get Sensory podcast. My name is Kelsey and I'm an occupational therapist, sensory specialist, and ADHD. -er. You're looking to up-level you and your kids' lives by learning how to live a sensory lifestyle to help with attention, anxiety, hyperactivity, and impulsivity. Then you've come to the right place. So here we go. Let's get sensory. so excited for today's live. So today what I want to talk about is something that I've been putting off for a really really long time. Kind of the one post that I received I guess the most backlash and that's why I've been hesitant to talk about it even though it's something that I think is so 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 important and so I'm going to be talking about releasing emotions, safe ways to release, unsafe ways to release. If you remember, posted where I was talking about safe ways or some ways that I'll teach kids to release might be include punching pillows, stomping the ground. So I had a lot of comments like, oh, you're teaching kids to, just to have worse tantrums, how to throw fit. So we're going to get, get into all of that today. I guess my first question starting off before we dive in is, do you feel like growing up when you were a child, even into teenage years, adulthood, do you feel like you were taught to suppress your emotions? So just like yes or no question, do you feel like you were taught to suppress your emotions? I know I 100% feel that way. Absolutely just needed to suppress my emotions in lots of different forms. Um, so my second question for you is, do you feel like you were properly taught how to handle your emotions? Like, did you know, do you, do you feel like you were taught like, okay, I know exactly how to handle anger when that arises, fear when that arises. Yes, scared of being angry, 100%. And I see this, it happens so, so young working with kids. I see that fear of intense emotions arise at a young age, which we'll talk about later, but ends up just making the intense emotions even worse, even more intense most of the times too. Thinking back to when I've worked in preschools, I've worked in middle schools, um, elementary schools, all the different ages, and even just thinking back to when I was working in preschools and I was an assistant pre-K teacher, and I remember a lot of the other teachers and everyone used to kind of get on me and kind of quote unquote would tell me that I was babying the kids. And at this point, um, you know, I had been to UJ, I'd studied human development, family science, learned all about attachment styles, had already been into kind of like the sensory therapy world at this point, learning about the nervous system, all of those things. And so I like tried, would try to explain to the best and be like, no, 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 it's actually really good for them. But most of the time would kind of just get an eye roll and I could tell like weren't really interested in what I had to say. But just like even learning about attachment styles, knowing about the nervous system, it is absolutely not babying when it comes to teaching kids how to being with them, doing different things to help them release, whether that is like physical comfort, whether we're going to talk about how there is so, so many different ways to release emotions. And so just like some of the comments, like I saved a couple comments that like people posted on that post that I had. And I feel like, and this is like no hate or like anger towards this person. Cause I feel like this belief is so incredibly ingrained in our society. One comment said like, okay, that's actually not good because children should be taught to control their anger, especially boys. That's how you get strong men. It's okay for girls to pour out their tears when emotional, but I don't think they should take their anger out on objects or be immature and stomp and throw fits. So I feel like that whole in the end, there's this stigma, there's this belief that releasing emotions means that we are immature 
or overly sensitive, we're too sensitive. There's all of these kind of like negative stigma attached towards releasing emotions. Anything that's not suppressing, there's all this negative stigma attached towards it. And so what happens when we do that, and there's some other comments that I feel like explain this so well. So one said like growing up as a girl, With no acceptable emotional outlet except tears, I struggled with the same rage for years as it would often tie to being too masculine. So does anybody else just feel, I know for me, from that suppressing, and even I can think back to like being so young and just feeling that intense emotions, that suppressed emotions just inside of me. And even as like as a child, and especially just like throughout my years when I didn't know how, when I was living with a dysregulated nervous system too, that I would just feel that intensity, that suppressed emotion, and would kind of bleed into different areas of my life, whether it was school anxiety, whether it was like test anxiety in my relationships with friends where I would just get, you know, you're frustrated, you have that kind of like suppressed and you kind of take it out on other people or other situations, that suppressed emotions from all those different things from not knowing what to do with it and just letting it kind of brew up inside of us. And so like, again, another comment said, I was given no physical outlet. I couldn't scream, so I bottled it up. I'm now known for being largely go with the flow and happy on the outside, but all inside I feel is anger and pain that has become physicalizing. It's a horrible feeling to get to an age where your emotions begin to poison you from the inside while feeling physically powerless to stop it. And so I love the fact that she pointed out too that that's exactly one of like the main takeaways that I want to show that I want to remind you today and you likely already know this um, because we know this too but suppressing emotions is bad for our health there is so many different research and all different kinds of research that shows that it has this physical impact on our bodies I had that comment earlier that said like oh girls it's okay for us to cry but even then as a child like you don't always feel safe to cry like there's still a lot of negative stigma towards like crying out in public and now I'm like the total opposite of that where I like cry every day just like happy tears little tears I am like Whenever any time to positively release comes up, I am like, yes, let's get it out. Whenever I find my body kind of trying to naturally release any of that suppressed emotions coming out. Again, sorry, I got sidetracked for a second, but I guess that can kind of ties me to something I want to talk about. How when it comes to for kids or adults who are neurodivergent, who have extra sensitive nervous systems, whether that is whether you're ADHD, SPD, autistic, OCD, PTSD, CPTSD, any of these kind of neurodivergencies, we a lot of times we grow up having this label and thinking that like our sensitivities is being bad or we view it as being a disorder or as broken. And that is something that in both of my programs with all the kids that I work on, that is like one of at the top of my mind, that limiting belief that I am trying to break and that I'm trying to rewire, reprogram, because that limiting belief alone has such a powerful impact over so much of our lives. Like we don't realize just how much viewing our sensitivities is bad, being scared of emotions, being scared of intense emotions inside of us. We don't realize just how how much that impacts us in our day-to-day lives. Cause it really, it's not just our self-worth that it's impacting. It impacts how we do everything. Fun way that I like to explain this to kids and that I try and help them view their sensitivities as a gift, a superpower for what it really is, 
because it if you think about it with these extra sensitivities we are we get to experience and see the world in a completely different way we get to just see the world we get to feel the world in a different way we get to feel experiences in a different way so it really is such a gift so like one way that i'll explain it to you is i don't know if anybody has seen the i think it's the wink saga which i love all those kind of different fantasy harry potter kind of things but i will explain to them in the show the wink saga there's a main character bloom and in the beginning she has this fire superpower but she doesn't know how to use it so she ends up getting in kind of like a lot of different trouble because of this fire the fire she doesn't know how to properly use it and ends up but as you go on and she has that guidance and she's shown how to you know use how to properly use and experience her superpowers that's kind of like the same thing when it comes to sensory sensitivities just learning the the safe way positive way to release and to support our nervous systems to nourish our senses and our, our nervous systems so i guess one thing about this too is i feel like when it comes with learning how to release our emotions it's like okay so we know suppressing is bad but it's not as easy said as done to stop suppressing. Like I wish there was an easy like, okay, do this and then you're done for good. But for me, even learning about it, it took me years of learning all of these different different approaches. It took me years of practice. It took me years of guidance too. Just having someone guide me through different practices and kind of helping me regularly practice which i think is why it's so important for kids too to have that regularly practice and so for example just teaching one thing that i'll work on with kids is just really enforcing the idea that there are safe ways to release emotions and then there's unsafe ways to release emotions if you look at it and start really watching you'll see that our body will naturally try to release in different forms so like I have a dog, so I see this all the time. I'll watch her in stressful situations. I'll see her yawning if she's excited or yawning if she's stressed or shaking. She'll try to just kind of like shake it out, which is also a fun kind of release to do or just like dancing and kind of is another form of shaking or releasing physically like that too. Other like safe ways to release. So like sports, I'm talking about how like sports are a great emotional release, but at the same time, like sports you can do in the moment, but you can't do sports you know or at least most of us aren't blessed where we can do like different sport activities every single day or in moments and in, when intense emotions arise like whether we're at work or in school we can't just go out and play sports so just learning lots of different ways so in like my emotional release toolbox I have so many different tools that I can go back and use and that I've practiced time and time after again so my body's comfortable, it's familiar in my body because I've done it so many different times when those intense emotions arise and the same with kids as we practice this with them, as those tense emotions arise, their body's going to be more inclined to react in that safe manner rather than an unsafe manner. So for example, for maybe kids who are who kick or maybe tend or bite or hurt, which are completely just natural releases. Like we see kids from so, so, so young, just naturally kind of their body will naturally try to react in that manner um, during intense emotions. 
And so I know for kids when they, maybe I'll just use biting for an example, if they tend to bite, asking them to go and practice deep breaths or some of these other kind of strategies in those emotions when their body is so used to just biting or acting physically in that manner too, I instead turn and want to find something that is easier, that meets their nervous system where they're at and where they're at and that doesn't feel like, okay, my body wants to bite right now. Deep breaths, like that's just like, that's not going to help. That's too far from it. Like my body's wanting to react like this. So instead I might do like, okay, let's find a safe way. Maybe that's biting a chew toy. Maybe that's biting a pillow. And with this important thing to note too, is that you don't want to just do this during intense emotions. So like I said, that practice is super important. We want to practice this during all different types of emotions. So when they're just like a little bit scared, maybe when they're a little bit sad. And so that way they become more comfortable and have more practice releasing in that manner. So whenever you're like, oh, let's bite this instead, they're not just like, what, what is going on? So they have that practice. That practice is such a huge part of when it comes to emotional releasing. So like in my program, Sensory Life Academy, which is for kids and parents, and also Sensory Therapy Retreat, a lot of it is learning, guiding you through safe practices. So giving you the exact tools to practice, also just talking about it getting to know you, what you tend, or what your child, how they tend to react, and then finding ways to kind of make baby steps and helping them find more safe ways of releasing. And so we have a whole like release library inside both of them, just giving you different tools, safe ways to release, which if you didn't know too, Sensory Life Academy is open for enrollment and closes Thursday. So we kick off with our first live session on Thursday. So inside Sensory Life Academy, I dive into sensory therapy and also somatic therapy, which is they're really so intertwined. So it's 30 days to help really help regulate and strengthen your child's nervous system and to just walk away from the program with such a greater understanding of your child and what their sensory needs are, their nervous system needs are, how to help them be more emotionally regulated. So I'm going to give you all the different tools. It's a live program, which I'm super excited about. And I love, love working live. So we'll get to chat, get to know each other. I get to answer all of your personalized questions. So that closes in two days, Thursday. So hopefully I would love to see you inside. I think there are four or five more spots for VIPs. And so for the VIP spots, um, for $100 more, you get an evaluation. So I do an in-depth evaluation. And then also we do weekly Voxer messaging. And so it'll be one day a week where we pretty much just send audio messages back and forth. And so I can answer any questions and just um, dive a little bit deeper, have that more one-on-one time. But I think, oh, it's time to release. So I have a really special practice that I'm so excited to share with you. So it's a little somatic emotional release. And so if you are able to, if you are driving, I, but if you are not and you're able to just kind of take a moment and just kind of close your eyes and get settled, we're just going to do a little kind of somatic sensory meditation to release maybe any stress or worries um, that have been on your mind today or maybe just lately. And so just gently close your eyes, take a couple deep breaths. Let's take three deep breaths in together. So breathe in and breathe out and let it all out. 
and breathe in again and let it all out and just feel your nervous system regulating, slowing down and last breath, biggest breath that you've taken all day, breathe in and breathe out and so I want you to just bring to mind your favorite smell, we're gonna kind of get into our senses, maybe that's lavender or your favorite flower and bring to mind your favorite sound, birds outside, maybe it's favorite song, a person's voice. And lastly, bring to mind a favorite taste, a favorite food maybe, favorite fruit. And I just want you to send lots of love and gratitude to yourself for everything that you've done today. Even the tiniest of little things for being here with me, for taking time to learn, for getting up out of bed this morning, for brushing your teeth, for washing your face, for all of those little things. Just send so much love and gratitude to yourself and your nervous system. And now I want you to bring to mind something that you're feeling just maybe stressed or overwhelmed something, anything on the back of your mind, anything at all, maybe just the first thing that comes to your mind. And just notice gently and kindly any emotions that arise. And maybe it's anger you're feeling towards this situation. If it's any sadness there, any fear there. If you're feeling overwhelmed, and notice any sensations in your body, just any of the tiniest sensations, just gently notice and bring awareness to that. Any tightness anywhere in your body, any tension, any tingling, just notice any and all sensations throughout your body. And I want you to repeat after me I'm safe to release and let go. I'm safe to release the stress from my body. I don't need to carry it anymore. I don't need to hold on to it. I'm re ready to release and let go. I'm gonna repeat that two more times. I'm ready to release and let go. I'm ready to release and let go. And now in a second, I'm gonna invite you to scream with me. Maybe if you have a pillow or even into your um, sleeve or into your shirt, or you can even do just a silent full body scream where you just, you scream with your bodies, you clench your muscles and you just scream a kind of silent scream. Or if you're able to let out a full, full body scream right now, I invite you to just scream and to release all of that emotions, all of that stress, just to release it all from your body. And so in just five seconds, we're gonna scream together and just release and let it all out. You are safe to scream, you are safe to release. So in five, four, three, two, and one, and scream and let it all out all of that stress that's built up, 
all of that stress weighing down on your nervous system, I invite you to release it all out, let it all out, whatever comes up for you, maybe that's tears, screaming, just feel into that and just let it all go. You're safe to let go. I'm gonna give you a moment longer. Now gently come back with me and just notice any tension, any energy changes in your body. If you feel the need to cry and feel the need to continue to release, keep on going, you're absolutely safe to do so. We're gonna finish with just a gentle body scan and send some love to the different parts of our body and our nervous system. So starting with your head, just bring gentle awareness to your head. Notice if you feel any tension, sensations. Just gently relax the muscles in your forehead. Gently relax the muscles in your jaw. Maybe release your tongue from the roof of your mouth. Gently relax and release any tension in your neck. Any tension in your shoulders. Keep on moving now and just any tension in your back, your lower back, down to your legs, release any tension. All the way down to your feet and your toes, just release it all out. And just again, send love and gratitude to your body, to your nervous system for working so hard, for keeping you alive and welcome back thank you all so much for joining me and for being here with me you want to dive into more of sensory therapy somatic therapy and i feel like i'm always always have a coach always have a mentor i feel like or a therapist of my own i feel like just having someone to guide us to help see our blind spots to help just hold our hand through things like to be able to accept that help and that support for somebody else, I feel like it's so healing and therapeutic on, on its own. But for Sensory Life Academy, that's my program for kids and parents, and that one is open now and closes this Thursday. We start off this Thursday with our first live session. And so I also have a sensory program for adults, which our graduation ceremony is tomorrow for my first round, which I am super sad about, but also excited. But the next round of that, and also the last round of the year um, for sensory therapy retreat, the program for adults will be in November. So if you want to join us next round, it's all live, that one's a six week program. We dive deep into nervous system and sensory healing for my programs. So it's really for both my programs, one for kids and adults, uh, what my goal, my purpose is to give you all these different tools to hold your hand through it, to guide you through all these different things, to give you the knowledge where you'll walk away with a completely different understanding of your child or yourself. And so after you walk away from that program, you're going to have in a completely new mindset. The information that I give in my program, it's all the information that I believe has been like the most life-changing, most impactful, the most important things that I want you to know. And so you walk away having so many tools, nervous system tools in your toolbox, so many different strategies that you can use so you can pick and choose your favorite over, over the course experience and also just have that support, that guidance through it, someone to cheer you on um, and to support you along, along the way. 
So Sensory Life Academy closes Thursday, so I hope to see you inside. Yay, thank you all. I will see you all soon. Bye, everyone.